propaganda and political exercise to accuse Israelis of crimes, and that makes Hamas very happy. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Backstory. I'm Dana Lewis. The International Criminal Court, based in The Hague, has ruled it has jurisdiction to investigate war crimes by Israel and against Israel in the West Bank and the Gaza Strip. In part one of Israel, Palestinian Human Rights, we spoke to Palestinians about why they think Israel won't cooperate with the ICC. They say it's because Israel is trying to escape punishment for unlawful killings in the occupied territories. And we examined one of those cases, that of the killing of Ahmed Arakat. Israel, however, sees it another way. Prime Minister Netanyahu has said the ICC decision is absurd, calling it undiluted anti-Semitism and the height of hypocrisy, adding in his words that Israeli brave soldiers take every precaution to avoid civilian casualties against the worst terrorists in the world. Neither the Israelis or Palestinians I spoke to wanted to be interviewed together, so we have split the podcast into two parts, and this is part two. All right, to get the Israeli side uh, of what's taking place with the International Criminal Court, I want to introduce you to Professor Avi Bell, who is a lecturer at the University of San Diego Law School, uh, and he joins us from Jerusalem, where he also uh, lectures at Bar-Ilan's Faculty of Law. Hi, Avi, nice to meet you. Good to see you, too. So look, you know, this criminal court ruling uh, that they are now saying that they have jurisdiction to investigate war crimes uh, alleged by Palestinians against Israel um, is pretty earth-shaking, I think, for Israelis. Would you agree? Well, uh, it's, uh, let's, let's be a little bit more uh, precise about what, what happened here. Um, the uh, court has been going through a process of deciding whether it can investigate what it calls the situation in Palestine for over a decade already. And so uh, in 2009, the PLO uh, asked the court to, to take jurisdiction, um, and the court kicked that around for a few years. Um, the, 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 the Palestinian Authority ran off to the General Assembly to get a resolution, came back to the court. Finally, in 2015, the prosecutor uh, decided that she did have jurisdiction and opened up a preliminary investigation. What's happened recently is just that uh, um, after five years of this preliminary investigation, the uh, prosecutor decided she wanted to upgrade this to a full investigation, and she went to a pretrial chamber of the uh, of the court to ask that they authorize her, or more properly, to to uh, approve her, the decision she'd already made um, to upgrade this to an investigation. They did that several weeks ago. And now as expected, she is announcing that it's going to be, there's going to be a full investigation. Nobody likes to be investigated. Why does Israel not want to be investigated by the ICC? Again, the, what, what's being investigated here is, uh, the so-called situation in Palestine. And what that would mean would be crimes that have been committed on what the ICC calls the territory of the state of Palestine and crimes that have been committed by citizens of what the ICC calls the, the, the state of Palestine. 
Now, if you think about this, this would seem to be a, a great threat actually to the Palestinians. Um, the Palestinians don't have a system for prosecuting war crimes. In fact, they commit them quite openly. Um, they have all sorts of other internal problems. They commit uh, torture and various other kinds of human rights violations. But um, when the uh, ICC uh, pretrial chamber issued its announcement, and then afterwards, when um, the prosecutor announced she was going to go forward, uh, this was what the announcement was welcomed by uh, various Palestinian terrorist groups like Hamas, and was panned by uh, by Israel, by the United States, let's, Australia, let's just Canada. Stop. Let's just stop for a minute. Yes, because I don't want that to be lost. Because the idea that the International Criminal Court is investigating Israel only is a misnomer. It says... It's no, it's crime. not. It's, it's really not. It's, it's, going it's to not. Look at Palestinian crimes as well it's, by Hamas, which is considered... Again, no. So um, let, let me finish. What I was going to say was there, there's a reason why Hamas was very, very happy about this investigation. That's what I wanted though, to ask you about because they're right, investigated right. too. Why would they be dancing in the street and celebrating an investigation... Uh, of of the, the ICC's ruling that it has jurisdiction over Palestine and also over Israel? Because they understand what you understand and I understand and the U.S. government understands and the German government understands, the Canadian government understands, et cetera. And that is that um, this is a political process. It's not a legal process. Um, there is no chance whatsoever that any defendants of Hamas will end up in the dock Certainly not that any of them will be convicted. They understand that. This is a process that's designed to accuse Israelis. I, I'm doubtful that there will ultimately be any convictions of Israelis either. But the, the, the purpose of this is it's a propaganda and political exercise to accuse Israelis of crimes. And that makes Hamas very happy. Um, and that makes Israel very unhappy. It has really very little to do with the law of it. Um, it's the, the the criticism that's been uh, uh, issued so far about the process is that it's fairly clear that under the uh, Rome statute that gives the, the court its authority, it does not have this jurisdiction. The, there, there is not a state of Palestine, according to international law. Um, even if there were, it's not clear that it has territory over which it can claim jurisdiction. And if the court is willing to throw those things out, those basic questions of jurisdiction, ignore the law, simply to move forward with this process, it's, it's, it's clear that it's not going to be respecting the law when it comes to other issues. And I'll say one more thing, that there's been a preliminary investigation going on since 2015. And under the rules of the court, the, the prosecutor has to report on her preliminary investigation every year. And so we have five years of reports in which we can see what the uh, prosecutor has been doing. And she's been fairly clear about the fact that she's been ignoring allegations of very, very serious human rights violations by the, the Palestinians. She's, um, uh, other than pro forma statements, has ignored all crimes by Palestinians and has um, been, over the years, spinning various theories as to, to why there were, there's Israeli wrongdoing that she wants to look at. And so it's, it's fairly clear what uh, uh, this prosecution when it come, as it moves forward is about. It's not going to be about um, actual war crimes or human rights violations, certainly not by Palestinians. Well, I mean, a lot of critics would say every time anybody wants to investigate Israel's use of force against just not terrorists in Gaza, but 
citizens who are caught in the crossfire, and there were many that were killed in 2014 in, in, in Israel's uh, push into the Gaza Strip, and then also in 2018 when they rushed the, the border fence, um, that Israel always claims anti-Semitism and that it's a false narrative. What, what do you say to that? I think that's really immaterial. Uh, the question is whether this is a good investigation, not, not whether um, um, Israel um, is, is right to claim this, that, or the other about the motives of its critics. So uh, I think that we can ignore that. It's not really important. Uh, the question is, in substance, is this a, a good investigation? Is this an investigation that's likely to lead to convictions of serious uh, criminals, or is this a political investigation? I think that the, the, the record of the court is pretty clear that there's no reason to be confident this is going to be a good investigation. I'll, I'll add that, yeah, if, if I may, yeah, um, the, the, the court has um, uh, been around now for almost two decades, and the number of final uh, secure convictions that it's reached can be counted on one hand. Um, this is this is not a court, despite the great hopes when it was created, this is not a court that's really uh, in a position to create accountability for serious crimes. What it really is, is, is a court that engages in political circus. And um, the, now that the political circus has moved to uh, one of the areas where the law has, international law itself, has been turned into political circus, um, there's... Very, very good reason for fearing that this court is never going to recover from um, the descent into politics. It may well wind up investigating this and finding, issuing, I assume, warrants for some of the military leadership in Israel. And some of the Israeli newspapers, Haaretz and others, have reported that those people have already been warned and they've already been told by the government not to cooperate with the court. But that looks like where we're, where we're heading, that they will be wanted and be like international criminals, be, be wanted on, on uh, worldwide warrants and be unable to travel, et cetera. I think that's been very clear from the very outset of the process that designed to um, result in uh, criminal accusations against Israelis um, uh, Israeli Jews, obviously, not Israeli Arabs, and uh, fill in the crimes later on. I, I don't think that uh, um, it makes any difference if they ha actually con uh, committed any crimes or whether the court has any jurisdiction. It's fairly clear at this point that there's no jurisdiction. Um, whether there are the, any crimes will come up, that's, a, that's an interesting question. I doubt it. But uh, the, the end result is known anyway. We know that there will be ultimately um, uh, an attempt to press charges unless there's very serious uh, uh, political fallout from this decision. I mean, war is never pretty, and I've covered a lot of them. And uh, would you say that there are parallels with also the Americans, um, you know, maybe in Iraq, but definitely in Afghanistan, because that's been talked about, and the ICC wanted to investigate some of those? I think there are parallels with all of the NATO countries, uh, and that's because um, the Israeli military very consciously um, attempts to follow the legal framework that NATO countries impose internally. And so it, the, the Israeli army lawyers uh, are looking all the time at what NATO countries like the United States and Britain and other countries that have fought in Iraq and Afghanistan have done. And on that basis, they've uh, adjusted the rules to try to abide by uh, the laws of war. 
And I think that it, it's it's uh, also clear that there's another parallel, which is that the court has been reaching out in recent years to try to expand its jurisdiction. Um, all of the convictions so far in the court have been of African defendants, and that has created a lot of criticism about the, the, the bias of the court, basically that it goes after defendants from weak countries. Um, and so the, the courts try to expand its uh, uh, jurisdiction by going after defendants from countries that have never joined the court and therefore have never given the court jurisdiction. And that's primarily uh, the United States and, and Israel. Uh, now, Israel, because it's fairly weak politically, the United States for a different reason. It's because uh, uh, um, uh, actions against the United States uh, are perceived to be popular in Europe, which resents the, the, the United States. Now, whether there will be any uh, ultimate uh, proceedings against the United States remains to be seen. The United States has uh, much more formidable tools uh, to fight back politically. Israel has many fewer tools, and so I think that the, the path in Israel is clear. You wrote an article, it said, what can Israel do? It must act on all fronts to impair the legitimacy of the International Criminal Court, impede its investigation in any way possible, and use the opportunity to foster international cooperation against the ICC. I mean, you're drawing some pretty tough red lines there. I think that um, the ICC has become a politicized body that instead of uh, pursuing justice, impairs it. And I think that uh, Israel has to call attention to that fact. I, I actually think the, the ICC is doing an excellent job of delegitimizing itself. Um, what Israel has to do is highlight that for the world. Uh, there, there, again, the, the ICC has not had a, a story of success but for um, its wade, wading into the uh, Arab-Israeli conflict. It's, it's an institution that has, is widely perceived as a failure. And uh, this past year, there have been uh, numerous efforts to try to reform the institution to get it to live up to what its initial hopes were. I, I think that those efforts will fail. I think that uh, this investigation will help it to fail. And I think that so long as this is the course that it wants to follow, Israel should help it along that course. Have last question to you, I know, and I appreciate your time. Where does it leave Israel, do you think? If there is an investigation, and despite what the ICC may say, and hopefully they would, they would absolutely find that Hamas has carried out all sorts of crimes, from torturing their own people to unlawful acts like you know blowing up bombs in 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 cafes in Tel Aviv and in Jerusalem and firing rockets into civilian areas and targeting, I mean, Israelis have been a target of, of, you know, you want to talk about illegal warfare, certainly you can make the case against Hamas. But if they come out against Israel and they say the war in 2014 uh, was illegal and a war crime in 2018 when Israel was seen to be firing on civilians and also settlements themselves, settlement expansion and occupation of the West Bank, what will that do to Israel? Uh, um, the the court it's, it's important to note the court does not act against uh, states or organizations. The court brings charges against individuals. Right. So um, if one uh, um, sees, for example, war crimes committed by Hamas, the the potential defendants are the terrorists themselves in Hamas, and also their their aiders and abettors. And so, for example, senior officials in the Palestinian Authority who are uh, funding. 
um, uh, Hamas terrorists. Um, after the fact, not n- knowing that the, the, the funds are being used in, in pursuance of terrorism would also be liable according to the law. But again, there's, there's no legal proceeding here. Um, we know the results are, are going to be that there will be no Hamas defendants in the dock. There will certainly be no defendants in the dock from the Palestinian Authority. Um, what, what you're going to have is a, the kind of propaganda exercise by the ICC that you see in, in, in so many other places in international bodies, like you see in, in the UN Human Rights Council, uh, the UN General Assembly, uh, 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 the UN Committee on the Inalienable Rights of the Palestinians. Um, it, you're going to see a, a, a flood of papers with, uh, with accusations that they know will never have to stand up in, in court. And the propaganda exercise will be its own reward. Uh, it's, not going to, it's not going to result in uh, uh, the improvement of accountability under international law. It'll actually undermine that. But it will be a very potent uh, um, uh, propaganda exercise against Israel. And I think that that, that is the most important thing for Israel to, uh, to deal with. Professor Avi Bell, shalom, and thank you so much for your time and insight. Thank you for having me. We should add the United States has also expressed concern about the International Criminal Court decision to extend its jurisdiction into Palestinian areas. Quote, we will continue to uphold our strong commitment to Israel and its security, including by opposing actions that seek to target Israel unfairly, the State Department said. The United States says it firmly opposes and is deeply disappointed by the decision of the ICC to investigate the Palestinian situation. Quote, the ICC has no jurisdiction over this matter. Israel is not a party to the ICC and has not consented to the court's jurisdiction. And we have serious concerns about the International Criminal Court's attempt to exercise its jurisdiction over Israeli personnel the U.S. State Department added. That's our backstory on Israel and Palestinian human rights. Please subscribe to this podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Dana Lewis, and I'll talk to you again soon.